0: Mankind, in its present state, has been around for a quarter of a million years, yet only the last 4,000 have been of any significance. So, what did we do for nearly 250,000 years? We huddled in caves and around on small fires, fearful of the things that we didn't understand. It was more than explaining why the sun came up, it was the mystery of enormous birds with heads of man and rocks that came to life. So we called them gods and demons, begged them to spare us, and prayed for salvation. In time, their numbers dwindled, and ours rose. The world began to make more sense when there were fewer things to fear, yet the unexplained can never truly go away, as if the universe demands the absurd and impossible. Mankind must not go back to hiding in fear. No one else will protect us, and we must stand up for ourselves. While the rest of mankind dwells in the light, we must stand in the darkness to fight it, contain it, and shield it from the eyes of the public so that others may live in a sane and normal world. We secure, we contain, we protect.
1: A secure Contained Podcast, a show that explains and discusses every aspect of the SCP Foundation, one topic at a time. I'm your co-host Soren, and I'm your co-host David. And uh, yeah, that's uh, all right. Yep, that's it. Okay, cool. We're gonna <laughs> do. We're, we're keeping this audio. Uh, so, mm-hmm. what is this? Is, this the... is
0: going to be kind of a sorry. This is going to be kind of a podcast meant to create sort of like a, a more accessible understanding of the SCP Foundation. Uh, how to navigate the SCP wiki, various SCPs themselves, and just kind of like everything out there, here and there, in between.
1: Yeah, we're gonna explain um all the aspect, all the terminology, the various, the universe itself, uh, it the, the fiction universe. We're not gonna explain the,
0: the universe. Yeah. Um, along probably. Ago. <laughs> it all started. You don't know. Okay. We okay. might get to it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. So the these first couple episodes are going to. Be try and explain sort of the basics of the foundation in order for, like you, uh, to more easily navigate the site on your own. In the future, however, we are going to be going kind of kind of more in-depth into various subjects, so be sure to stick around for those. Yes, we'll talk about the vocabulary that you need to know in the first uh, eight
1: or nine or ten episodes, something like that. <laughs> something around there. Um, all right, so... First off, the question that most people probably have if they're here from some source other than an existing SCP place, what is the SCP Foundation or the SCP Wiki? Well, the SCP Wiki, I'm reading this straight off the site, the SCP Wiki is a collaborative urban fantasy writing website about the fictional SCP Foundation, a secretive organization that contains anomalous or supernatural items and entities away from the eyes of the public. And the bulk of the... Uh, SCP Wiki's content is in the various SCP series, 1, 2, 3, 4, and now 5, as well as the Tales and Canons, which Tales are stories told in-universe, and Canons are collections, or, well, Canons, because cause there isn't one specific defined canon on its own.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all kind of like a, a jumbled-up mess of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of...
1: History, as there's a lot of history on the site, which has a couple essays by um, Dr. Rodgett, which I don't believe is active anymore, but I might be wrong on that. Don't quote me. Um, which we may go over eventually, but this is meant to be a more not-essay format, I <laughs> we guess. We don't want to bore you to death. Yeah. Um, so, first, we're going to start with what an SCP is. And I'm going to use an example of 173, the most... The original one, the first one that was ever written in a forum, and a 4chan thread, uh, along with a picture, which is copyrighted, and is the only copyrighted uh, material on the website that isn't under Creative Commons, I think. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, spooky. <laughs> but it's written in the format of a document for an entity that is being contained by the fictional organization known as the Foundation, which contains... Um, And protects from both the outside world and protects the outside world from them. uh, Anomalous entities, objects, locations, etc. The item number is SCP-173. The object class is Euclid, which is the middle of the road. Um, Generally, sentient objects get this designation. It's kind of dangerous type of thing. The other two are Safe and Keter. Uh, The Containment Procedures... Item SCP, the Special Containment Procedures, which is another SCP acronym, which is kind of a theme, but it's not (laughs) everywhere. Um, Item SCP-173 is to be kept in a locked container at all times. When personnel must enter the container, no fewer than three, and the doors to be relocked. All times, two persons must be making with maintaining direct eye contact until all personnel have vacated. Description, origin is unknown. It was moved to Site-19 in 1993. It is constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon-brand spray paint. It is animate and extremely hostile, but it cannot move while within a direct line of sight. Line of sight must not be broken at any time. Personnel assigned to enter the container are instructed to alert one another before blinking. It attacks by snapping the neck at the base of the skull or strangulation. In the event of an attack, personnel are to observe, observe... Class four hazardous object containment procedures. So, it's a statue that moves when
0: nobody's looking at it and will snap your neck. Mm-hmm. So Which, it's a weeping we angel. We've mm-hmm. Seen in other shows, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah. So, kind of again, as a, at its base, an SCP is generally an anomaly. Uh, whether that's uh, like you said, um, like something like weather, uh, an actual living thing, um, something physical there's many other things that we'll talk about
1: and one of the ones that we're going to be talking about today is an example of one of the prominent themes i one of the more popular like types of scp and that's um cognitohazardous would be the main one well no memetic and that means it affects your mind in some form way shape or form okay um but this was written, uh, this art piece is, call, is called Untitled 2004 by Izumi Kato. The photograph was taken by blah, blah, blah. Their rights are reserved. Uh, the the article is not associated with the image in any way. It's Well, the image is associated with the article, not the other way around. The article is not written for the sculpture. Uh, it makes sounds of grinding stone. And this is one of the more commonly... Known ones. It was, yeah, it was the did,
0: first. I believe you said it was the first one that was actually created, correct? Yeah,
1: it was before the site was even a thing. It mm-hmm. was, again, just on a 4chan thread. Um,
0: yeah, and and that kind of also uh, has some stuff to do with another thing we were going to talk about, which was the Heritage Collection. Um, one of the bases kind of of the SCP wiki is uh, there is a section called the SCP Foundation Heritage Collection, which... I mean like even on the page it kind of says it's sort of like an official hall of fame it's the most knowns. uh there are a couple of requirements to be in it um on there it says um it must have both a significant presence on the scp foundation main list and in the fan community uh it's got to be at least three years old and so that's kind of primarily consists of series ones just as, you know, they're the older ones, as well as must be sufficiently iconic um, so that staff determines that the possibility of ever removing it from its uh, designation could uh, confuse, could pose a danger of confusing the community.
1: And uh, it also clarifies that they do not represent a solid canon because, again, the canon is up to the reader. Anyth- any one of these articles could exist or not in your personal canon which is one of the main bases for like the whole universe, um, as well as SCP-01. But we'll get to that. Uh, uh, it clarifies that they do not represent a solid canon because canon is down to the reader. Everything can be canon or not, depending on how you want it to be in your personal canon. But they are examples of classic or core articles that are widely recognized and generally well-received. People like them. They follow the format of the site very well. There are Quite a few SCPs that break the format, and if they're done well, they're good. If they're not done well, they're not good.
0: So, I'm going <laughs> to let
1: you choose one of the ones from the Heritage Collection.
0: Okay. Um, and then we can um, start
1: discussing it, just to as an example.
0: I'm going to go with the first one, SCP-055, uh, just because it says unknown and seems spooky. Which zero five five? 055? We don't have one of those. Okay, that that,
1: that was a dumb joke. Um, SCP-055, okay. it is one of the earlier <laughs> memetic ones and the main thing about it is that you can't remember anything about it hmm. you can remember it's an anti-meme self-keeping secret as they say in quotes uh it self-classifies its own information which is also one of the other things we'll get to about this site and that's the fact that they redact expunge and black out a lot of information uh redact Generally, you'll see that expunged is used for long passages. Redacted is used for things that is not as long and blacked out as for like locations and dates and such. things that don't really matter but would matter for record keeping. Um, it's has a faraday cage. It's in a five by five by two point five meter square room conducted of cement with a Faraday cage surrounding it via a heavy containment door. Uh, guards are not to be posted outside it. It is Keeter. It is advised that all personnel maintaining or studying other objects must be at least uh, fifty meters from the geometric center, as long as it is practical. It does not could know you... how. What? Oh.
0: Uh, sorry, uh, could you? Would you mind actually explaining? You know what Keter and the classes are actually?
1: Yes, there's a lot of classes, and there's a lot of sp- there's even some specialty classes which aren't used very often. But there's three main ones, and then a fourth one has become a lot more recently but i'll just give you the basic rundown before we do a potential full episode on all the different ones and what it all means and that's um there's safe which is self-explanatory there's euclid which is the next mm-hmm. level up keter which is the worst and thaumiel which which basically means it's beneficial the foundation is helped by it
0: okay so they're they're like uh, on the they're they're kind of like basically levels of danger levels of like um how dangerous they're considered to be
1: mm-hmm okay danger and uh danger and or how hard they are to contain okay so yeah um but with o55 they don't know how they originally obtained it they don't know when it was obtained by whom it is physical its physical appearance is unknown it is not indescribable or invisible they're perfectly capable of entering its container and observing it taking mental or written notes making sketches taking photographs audio video recordings an extensive log of such observations is on file, but it it quote leaks out of a human mind soon after the information. They'll if they're tasked with describing it, they'll find their minds wandering and they'll lose interest. Um, if they are asked of sketching a copy of a photograph, they won't be able to remember what the photograph looks like. Basically, you can keep records of it, but your mind can't. You'll you will forget it. Okay. Nobody knows why they constructed the container in this way and despite its container being easily accessible, nobody at Site-19 claims knowledge of it when challenged, which is the whole joke about we don't have an 055 that slot's just empty and there is a slot that is designated to be empty because the whole joke was that every article that got assigned to that slot was really bad and they had to delete it, so now it's just designated as the cursed entry that they keep losing the (laughs) things from okay they're periodically rediscovered, causing alarm. Lasts a couple minutes. Um, it's been... It, a great deal of scientific data has been recorded from it. Cannot be studied. Um, document. It may present a physical threat. We we don't know if it had killed hundreds of people. But it presents a giant memetic slash mental threat. Hence, it's Keeter classification. So... Mm it's dangerous because we don't know anything about it and we can't remember anything about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if, if something wants you to not know about it that bad, like, why? Like, <laughs> what's... Why, why is it so dead set on making you forget?
1: Mm-hmm. For all we know, it's just a black cube. Like, that floats or something. <laughs> um,
0: Maybe it's just, like, a, a little uh, black kitten that just wants to not be bothered and is also kind of devilish. But, you know, whatever, it's, That's it's... It could just be a black kitten
1: that happens to be forgotten about a lot. And like
0: it doesn't it's just a not didn't choose not that memorable kitten. It's just kinda of chilling there. Yeah. Even though it's in a black box for some reason. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening
1: to the first episode of the Secure Contained Podcast, a show which we hope to continue in the future. Um And I'm just here with a little mid-roll to tell you that we have a Twitter if you want to come interact with us, suggest an idea for a show, or just kind of say hi. Um, It's at scpodcastshow, um, twitter.com slash scpodcastshow if you want the URL. Um, And if you want to support us, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash scpodcast. Now, if you go there, uh, we've got a couple goals there which will allow us to... Produce an episode monthly, bi-weekly, weekly. weekly, um, And they're fairly low, but I don't expect to hit them because uh, we're doing this for free. You don't have to give money to us. Um, And if we don't hit those goals, that's in no way saying that we won't make more content or it'll be more than a month between them. Obviously, um, I want to make more. And if I can get David to make more, then we will. Um, We'll make episodes as often as we can. And we just really hope you enjoyed. Um, There's also a couple tiers on there. Like the lowest tier will get you a shout out of your name or your username, uh, whatever you use to submit the donation, I believe. Um, And that's just going to happen in the next episode after the next episode we record after you um, become a patron. And that'll just basically give you a little shout out and a little thanks for supporting us. Um, The next tier gives you a personal message to someone um, up to 500 characters. That could be a relative, a friend, uh, or yourself in the future. Who knows? But if you want that one, that's the second highest tier. And then the highest tier is a business message if you're promoting your own podcast or something like that or a website or um, anything like that. If you wanted to do that, that's the next tier, which is um, whatever that is. If you wanted to sponsor us for some reason... Uh, tweeted us on Twitter and other than that I think we're that's all we need to talk about in this uh, mid-roll here Uh, I'll let you get back to the show Uh, the music that we're using is Twisten by Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.com the um, licensing information is in our description and I just really hope you had fun Um, I'm going to get you back to the episode now Uh, there's still some quite a bit of stuff that we discussed
0: um, another kind of you know classification you know i stormed described with like keters and safes and everything another sort of classification of um that you will see on the scp wiki is just series it's i mean it's at the top of the page it's right there it's pretty easy pretty easily uh accessible um it's it's they're very they're pretty simple it's um kind of two things one um a way of just classifying them and knowing You know which one is which without having other names and having to sort through all that, as well as um, just time. Series one is the oldest. uh, Series two, um, second to last oldest. As they as the series grow, um, they get newer and newer. Um, Sometimes uh, I believe you said um, they will. There will be some newer um, SCPs that are in older series just because they get deleted. uh, You know which does happen. Um, but there it's just a time thing really
1: Yeah, the basically the series one was the first series that was able to be written and they didn't let anyone designate anything above a thousand and then they had a contest for two thousand and li- moved the limit up to two thousand and such well they had a, the contest for one thousand never mind um so do you want to read another of the heritage collection or
0: uh yeah sure Fine. I can go ahead and do that um pick, uh, oh God seems interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, I like this one. That'll be cool. Okay, um, SCP-343 object class safe. Um, SCP-343 resides in a 6.1 meter by 6.1 meter, 20 foot by 20 foot room at minimal security site 17. It should be brought any items at requests and visited by at least one staff member each day. Attempts to add further safety precautions or required clearances are unnecessary slash impossible due to the nature of SCP-343. Um, SCP-343 is a male, seemingly raceless, humanoid in appearance with uh, apparent omnipotence. Um, hence why, one of the reasons why it has been nicknamed God. Uh, it was discovered walking the streets of Prague and detained after a staff member witnessed him disappear from the streets and reappear on a rooftop. SCP-343 is detained willingly in its chamber as containment has proved impossible. See notes. Um... Uh, SCP-343 a colloquial nickname "God," but the staff here looks like an older man, although his features are different to each observer. In my first talk with him, he claimed outright to be the creator of the universe. When I asked him to prove this, he laughed, walked through the wall of the chamber, and returned seconds later with a hamburger in his hand. When I returned for a second visit, the previously bare cell had been furnished up in uh, upscale old English style, uh, complete with a roaring, roaring fireplace, and seemed many times larger than it did from the exterior. 343 greatly enjoys speaking with people and seems to have a knowledge of all topics. Visiting with SCP-343 has become a daily event for many of the staff here, and all employees report feeling generally happier after each visit. Attempts to bar staff below Level Three clearance have proven unsuccessful, as guards assigned to watch the room quit their posts, saying he knows he he know he like eh, fuck. <laughs> Attempts to bar staff below level 3 clearance have been, have been proven to be unsuccessful as guards assigned to watch the room quit their posts, saying, you know he likes company, or shrugged when questioned. Since SCP-343 has thus far been harmless, all staff have been allowed access, and somehow they, have all, they all have time to meet with him for as long as they need. For now, I leave this report open as further questioning of SCP-343 is ongoing, Dr. Beck. All right, and after this we get to our first instance that we've seen of uh,
1: kind of, I guess, meta site detail, where it basically says uh, you need a higher clearance level for access. Some of these would actually be like clickable links that would do an, a little animation and then open up, but here it just says it just says warning, SL four or higher needed for further access, which I presume means security level four, um, bold and in brackets. So down that, down below it says that in regards to document three four three -4 One A, which is the report we just read, there are no relevant records available or seemingly in existence of Doctor Doctor Blank Blank, working with SCP three four three or Doctor Beck. Uh, and okay, all records of this doctor ever working with uh three four three or working with Doctor Beck are missing and presumed non-existent. All staff questions about the document convey ignorance of this document which is not what we just read I now realize it is a different document um, <laughs> and claim to not have met doctor uh, two black bars in a related matter senior officer dr. Beck has requested a higher staff rotation to increase morale in worse off sections it's an odd request it was a subject of further investigation um, other localized anomalies such as better health greater job satisfaction and ro- lower fatalities in this section have led to the request being granted. This subject is now closed on order of 5 dash black, which the O fives is there's thirteen O fives and they're on a panel, and they basically they're the higher ups. They're the top level, other than the administrator, which is the one guy that runs everything. Though I believe, depending on their canon, he is one of the O fives and was just was simply the one that started the foundation and doesn't still run it on his own. But there are 13 of them, and they take a vote on important orders, and on less deemed less important orders, they just do themselves. And they're maximum permission. Okay. And then there's some data recovered about the stuff, um, about this person. uh, Who said that they would confront them tomorrow, and this is the person that all records have been scrubbed. So that's also a fun thing but this god is the first instance of what we of what is called a reality bender which is basically a person or otherwise sentient being that can communicate that can also control like reality. There are different levels but basically telekinesis would be a lower level or a higher one. I don't remember how it works. And then things like this would be much higher level or lower depending on how it works. I haven't actually checked recently but I believe that would be a much higher level. Um reality bender. cool yep so that was the one who claims to be god <laughs> i met a
0: couple of people like that before <laughs> oh. um yeah okay is there any other thing that you want to go over real quick for this uh first episode
1: there's a couple that I want to do. There's Well, first off, there's a couple of articles I want to get to just because they're iconic and important, and I feel like it's the type of thing that people reference them enough that you should know about them. And then there's a couple things that are just, like, examples of a location rather than an object or something that does really special things. Well, I don't know. Okay. Um, uh, I'm just going to do a quick rundown of a couple of them, and we, could probably go into detail on, and we can go into detail on a couple more. Uh, SCP-500 is a pill that cures literally anything. um, And there's like... There's 47 rent uh, left. Cures subjects of all diseases within two hours, depending on the severity and amount of conditions. Um, And they haven't been able to create more, no matter what. But they've been able to use one to create something by using the Clockworks, which is a machine that has five settings... And an input and an output area the settings are coarse rough one-to-one fine and very fine if you and uh, at this time uh, no testing of biological matter is allowed as the warning on this thing says but you put something in the intake booth and it a lot of and the hundreds of gears thousands of gears across this whole thing which can be replaced by a normal gear by another gear of the same size will all turn, do things and after a bit, it'll come out with something else. Fine will improve it, usually in anomalous ways. Course will tend to break it down into other materials, but there's a huge test log of a lot of other things. Um, on course, a wristwatch turned into a uh, disassembled wristwatch. a cell phone on 1 one turned into a different cell phone, uh, a Colt Python revolver on very fine. Data expunged, aforementioned blank, completely disintegrated, all matter in its line of fire. Object contained with high-density gamma waves. So, it does things and changes <laughs> them. This one has a huge testing log, which would be really fun to read sometime. Um, there's uh, The Hang King's Tragedy, which is one of the le- less common anomalies, anomalous things, which is like rituals. It's a play that will occasionally... Ap- Start being done, and then you can't change it, and things happen. Um, and like the snippet from it is: "Face facts, doctor. The cat's been long out of the bag on this one. And in this line of business, we consider ourselves lucky if we only lose a hundred or so people every ten years." It's a play that ends in a lot of death. No matter what, and the people like you can't stop them from doing it once they've started. Okay. And they'll, and sometimes they'll just start doing it. So, that's something that happens. There's um, a machine, which is just a lot of clockwork that pulls metal towards itself and does more things. There's uh, 682, which is called the Hard-to-Destroy Reptile, and its anomaly is basically plot armor. It can't be killed. It's currently contained by dissolving its flesh in acid constantly, uh, so that it can't go into a rage state and escape. And do a lot of death. <laughs> they do the death. I do the spooky murder times. Um, 076 is Abel, which is a coffin that occasionally opens and lets out the same, like, guy who just kind of kills a lot of people and is really hard to kill but can be killed. And so they have stations there for whenever that happens. There's a stairwell, which um, is just a never-ending stairwell that has creepier things that happen further and further ago. I should mention the site started as a horror site, specifically. Yeah. Um, there's the red sea object which is a thing that w- that will like roll in circles around a mirror and if you're holding it will let you walk through the mirror into one of six different worlds depending on the color it is um, there's a child that can do th- that's just a high level reality bender type of thing and then 963 is interesting because it was someone wrote it to um, put their character in to like introduce their character because a lot of times uh, the researchers and doctors will be people who have written for the site or been an administrator on the site forums or something like that. Uh, this one is called Immortality. It is SCP-963 and it is an amulet that contains Dr. Jack Bright's soul. Oh. And whenever someone wears funny. it, they are Dr. Jack Bright.
0: Like they physically become him? Or no, like their, consciousness their, personality?
1: Is, their consciousness is gone and it's his now. Um, okay. They it can be re- like they can take it off and reverse it, but after a couple days of it, it'll just there'll just be, they can take it off and it'll be another bright. Um. He's a high level doctor. He does a lot of things. I believe the current ca- the current uh story with him is that he's very depressed because of this whole immortality curse. <laughs>
0: um.
1: It's. It's pretty cool, and this is a character of someone who's still active. And the Foundation tried to recreate it, but it did some bad things, which is <sighs> classified. It did not, and animal. you can't read yeah. it.
0: But yeah, I noticed there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that's been crossed out um, mm-hmm. on this page.
1: The crossed out ones that you can still read are generally older things yeah. that have been revised, but are important to like the story.
0: Yeah, yeah, but even then, like, just there's a lot of crossed out stuff. There's a lot of blacked out stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So in yeah, and uh, near the bottom it says "subsequent data expunged," um, so it seems definitely kind of like more a controversial. One.
1: Yeah, this is the type of thing that like it tells a pretty in-depth story without using a lot of information, which is pretty neat. Um, now there is one thing. The main reason that I brought this up and went kind of in depth to it is that there is a document on the site that is kind of more popular and somewhat of a meme that um called things dr bright is not allowed to do at the foundation and it is a joke it is silly it is not representative of dr bright as a character it's got about 500 things you can't edit it anymore and it's just (laughs) random stuff that uh as a joke people would do if they couldn't die type of thing so don't take that as a character but we can talk (laughs) about more what what else should we talk about um in the future we're going to talk about Different types of like sites, what all of them are, um, what 001 is, the different security levels, the object designations. We'll talk about what amnestics are, what uh, a mobile task force is, what a tail is, what a joke SCP is. That's going to be a fun one. And uh, finally, what I think would probably be a longer one and maybe one that we do a couple times just throughout series, um, what is SCP 001? Because 001, just as a concept. Is sometimes what created them, but generally it's just a very big thing that changes the course of reality. Like, one of them is that the earth has gotten reset a couple times to a certain point in time by the foundation. Um, and there's different proposals, which is basically the foundation's way of saying we don't want to say one thing did all this, it's up to you. So, there's like 15 proposals, and they're constantly getting added. Honestly, I've seen, um, four or five new ones since i started getting really into the SCP, which is pretty good because it's still got a really active community it's got one active tumblr account and one less active tumblr account um an active forum i think they still have an irc chat it's pretty neat um there's still an active community so if you want to seek people out there's plenty of people to find
0: Mm-hmm. One, I think, good example of that is I—I I know Soren probably knows about it because I talk about it a little bit too much. But um, <laughs> there's an animator on YouTube that goes by the name of Lord Bung who yes. has a series called Confinement. Um, which is, uh, not—I don't believe it's—it's it's not really canon at all. But it's, it's not, uh, a lot of the characters but... in it are based primarily off of uh, many of the SCPs that are on the wiki. Um, so if you enjoy that kind of thing, um. I would check that out even if you like still kind of aren't sold on the whole SCP thing.
1: I would still yeah,
0: suggest check checking it out just because it stands as its own series really really well. Um the animation is beautiful, the storyline is great and uh the characters are cool. So yeah, that can also kind of help get you and in- into this and help you understand some more things. Yeah,
1: it's a uh, it's also very funny. It's comedy, so that's helpful for a lot of people because this starts to seem like a a horror thing, and it did start as a horror thing. So if you're reading the first... it's not just like... Like, if you're reading series one, it's going to seem like a horror thing, but it's... At this point, it's not really.
0: Yeah. It's not just a bunch of depressed, like, little guys there. It's like, I actually got some... Yeah.
1: It's... And a lot of the ones (laughs) that that are more recent are a lot longer, a lot more in-depth, a lot, in some people's opinion, better written... Um, I know 049 got a rewrite a while ago that people hated, and it recently got another rewrite that people love, um, which isn't on this list, and I think we should read it.
0: Okay.
1: Alright, let me pull it up. Zero f- SCP-049, The Plague Doctor. Um, its object class is Euclid, and it is contained within a standard secure humanoid containment cell at Research Sector-02 at Site-19. Uh, it must be sedated before transport, And it must be secured with a Class 3 Humanoid Restriction Harness, including a locking collar and extension restraints, and monitored by no fewer than two armed guards. It is generally cooperative with most Foundation personnel. Outbursts or sudden changes in behavior are to be met with elevated force. Under no circumstances should any personnel come into direct contact during these outbursts. In the event SCP-049 becomes aggressive, the application of lavender has been shown to produce a calming effect. Once calmed, they generally become compliant and will return to containment with little resistance. In order to facilitate the ongoing containment, the entity is to be provided with the corpse of a recently deceased animal, typically a bovine or other large mammal, once every two weeks for study. Corpses that become instances of SCP-049-2 are to be removed from SCP-049's containment cell and incinerated. They are no longer permitted to interact with human subjects, and requests for human subjects are to be denied. So dash zero twos, what those generally are, is they're like an add-on. They're like another anomalous thing that is associated with this one, and not through just like they seem connected. That's usually done through a GOI connection or some or like saying that they're possibly connected. But like if one creates the other in this instance, it is an it is the dash two. Yeah,
0: they're directly they're directly connected.
1: They're directly connected and closely connected. Um. It is a humanoid entity which bears the appearance of a medieval plague doctor, and it appears to be wearing thick robes and ceramic masks of that profession. They seem to have grown out of the body over time, and are now nearly indistinguishable from whatever form was beneath them. X-rays indicate that despite this, SCP-049 does have a humanoid skeletal structure beneath its outer layer. It is capable of speech in a variety of languages, though it tends to prefer English or medieval French. It is generally cordial and cooperative with Foundation staff. It will become especially irritated or at times outright aggressive if it is, feels that it is in the presence of what it calls the pestilence. Although the exact nature of this pestilence is currently unknown to Foundation researchers, it does seem to be an issue of immense concern to SCP-049. SCP-049 will become hostile with individuals it sees as, as being affected by the pestilence, often having to be restrained should it encounter such. If left unchecked, it will generally attempt to kill any such individual. SCP-049 is capable of causing all biological functions of an organism to cease through direct skin contact. SCP-049 has, uh, how it occurs is unknown, and autopsies of the victims have invariably been inconclusive. It has expressed frustration or remorse after these killings, indicated that they have done little to kill the pestilence, though usually will seek to perform a crude surgery on the corpse using the implements contained within a black doctor's bag it carries on its person at all times, which is anomalously large on the inside. While these surgeries are not always, quote, successful, they often result in the creation of instances of SCP-049-02, which are reanimated corpses that have been operated on by SCP-049. These instances do not seem to retain any of their prior memories or mental functions, having only basic motor skills and response mechanisms. While these instances are generally inactive, moving very little in a generally ambulatory fashion, they they can become extremely aggressive if provoked or if directed to by SCP-049. SCP-049-2 instances express active biological functions vastly different from current understood human physiology. SCP-049 often remarks that the subjects have been cur- cured.
0: Make I zombies. He's building a, I think he's building a minion army <laughs> to take over the Facebook moms.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> successful. But
1: he's making zombies, which is funny because there's another zombie one that I think was written around the same time that is mm-hmm. a plague, like a disease, that does zombies, which is oh. fun because they're kind of related. Really, they're like... They both do zombies, but in different ways. And I think zombies have been done a couple different times before.
0: Yeah, they it's kind of a popular subject. I would assume so.
1: Mm-hmm. Which was... Okay. Yeah. There's things like that. There's an... Actually, there's an... The rewrite has an audio log on it, which you could go listen to. Um, It's got a couple. It's got a lot, actually. We're not going to read the interviews, because there's a lot of them. Uh. hmm <laughs> If you ever go more in-depth to things like this article, we could probably do that then. So, uh, that's going to be about it for today. We discussed kind of the basics of the foundation, um, the very bare bones basics of what you need to know, a couple articles, some of the terminology, though we didn't go in-depth enough to fully explain it, which we will hopefully do in later episodes, potentially. Uh, We read a couple articles uh, that are greatly well-known in the community. Um, We talked about how there's an active community um and other than that i think we're good for a first episode so i think depending on how well this is received we'll continue to make more um explaining various things such as again um amnestics end of the world scenarios mobile task forces tat tails joke scp secure facilities SCP one and various groups of interest as well as cannons yeah, yeah, a, and specific still a tales. Lot.
0: There's a lot There's still of content. There's a lot that we can talk about. So if you if you want us to keep doing this, let us know. Mm-hmm. We
1: will There's a lot of content, continue. and we could even potentially in the future discuss um, SCPs that you've chosen out of the list to just do like an episode of all your favorites. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to the Secure Contained Podcast. Uh, I am Soren, and again, I'm David, and that's all now.